This is the Brews and Bourbon Podcast, beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers. Are you drunk already? Yeah, man. I'm giving the fans what they want and what they need, man. <laughs> trying to get a little uh, a little loose before we start? Yeah, a little bit loose. Um, trying to get a little warmed up, you know, doing sacrifice the body today. Doing some research beforehand? Yeah, yeah. And the love of the sport, you know, I went out there and sacrificed my body at a brewery and decided to bring some of these uh, Irish red ales. So you actually went to the brewery today and got the beer, right? Yeah, I went to the brewery. Uh, I love the brewery. It's one of my favorite breweries to go to. It's it's beautiful inside. The people there are very nice. Um, you got space in there, man. There's pool tables, bar stools, <laughs> bar stools. <laughs> of course, every bar is gonna have bar stools, bro. Yeah, I guess you're right. But well, it's it's a cool brewery. The brewery is a uh, Eight One Bay Brewing Co. out of Tampa, Florida. For sure, and this is their uh, real slow Irish red ale. It's a five point five percent alcohol by volume, and it's real R E E L, like a fishing reel. I'm assuming because Tampa is known for, I mean, Florida is known for fishing. Yeah, I mean the the best fishing in the United States is probably done down here. In yeah, in the U.S., I think hands down. Florida. No and competition. Inshore <laughs> fishing. Like, Tampa is known for inshore fishing. Tampa to, like, Sarasota area. Inshore fishing, redfish, snook, all that. Yeah. So, the first time I went to this brewery, I sat down, and I guess, I don't know if it was a manager or just a regular uh, employee there, but I was asking him the question, because um, if you look at the logo, it's 81 Bay. That's how they say it. Um, it's a little bit of word on play. It kind of looks like 813. Play, play on words? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Um, it looks like 813, which is, if you know, if you're familiar, yeah, the area the code in Tampa is 813. The B in Bay looks like a 3. Yeah. So it's 813, 81Bay. Yeah, 81Bay. It's not 81Bay, which is what a lot of people say. It's 81Bay. So get it together, people. Okay, yeah. That, that's. I mean, it makes sense because it's the area code, so. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm glad that this is a Red L because I think a Red L is my favorite style of beer. Yeah, for sure. It's one of my favorites. This brewery that we go to is very, 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 very unique because I feel it has a little bit of everything. It's very diverse. In yeah, that's the word I was looking for when I was saying uh, very five, six varies? times. Yeah. You're like, it's very, very, <laughs> very <laughs> diverse. Yeah, it's very diverse. I mean, you can go in there with anybody, and there's going to be a type of beer for that person, anywhere from a lager to a Pilsner, Red Ale, Brown Ale, um, your IPAs, um, your ciders, your kombucha. Um, they even yeah. serve uh, champagne there. So, I mean, it's 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 unique. It's great. I they mean, have all sorts of events there, man. I've I've been there a few times myself, and I like it for sure. Like, I'll take anybody there. Anybody, whether they don't like craft beer, whether they do like craft beer, or they don't even like beer at all. Yeah, you can take... You can take your dog, you can take your kids, you can take your uh, shitty neighbor. It doesn't matter. Take them there. They'll have a good time. They have different events. Um, I think today uh, was trivia night. I think on uh, Tuesdays it's um, open mic nights. Mondays is bingo. Uh, Thursdays they bring in different restaurants. You can try their and sample their food. Wait, it's wait, unique wait. and it's legit. Tuesdays, Tuesdays is open mic? <laughs> You're damn right, man. So I can go sing my covers there? You can definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I do a mean rendition of uh, <laughs> I Will Survive. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty talented. 
Um, I can hear the pain in your voice. It's when uh, you sing that song. I I just have a lot of emotion when I sing. It's a, it's a it's a good thing, you know. Emotion helps helps a singer, you know, spread his word. Spread his word. That's exactly <laughs> what you were looking for. Well, you know what? I've seen you. Um, I've seen you dance, and uh, I don't know what you do better. I'm pretty talented at both. I'm multi-talented, you know. I'm pretty much a performer at heart. I think uh, I don't explore that because uh, I don't want that kind of lifestyle. You don't want the fame. You do no. it for the fun. You do I, it I for do the sport. I, I do it for fun. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with all that. You know? I mean, I can tell you off the bat, you have a face for radio. <laughs> That's why I do podcasts. And even well, better. Let's crack these bad boys open. Yeah, yeah. What let's think? go ahead and crack this open. I know, like you normally do, you pour it in your uh, fancy glass there, um, but let's crack Whoa. these open. You know oh, what? Yeah. Let's not do talking. I'm going to sip this one. Well, I'm pouring it in my glass here, and this is really dark. It's, I mean, it's a red ale. It's close to a brown ale. I mean, pretty much in the same family. So I would I would assume it was going to be dark. Yeah, it's definitely a lot darker. It looks like uh, sweet tea to me. Yeah, sweet tea or like Coca-Cola. But in a brewery setting, I would look at this and say it's a weird, like, test porter or test stout. Yeah, like if it was a little more creamy, it would definitely look like a porter. Yeah, it just missing that creaminess, but it's almost as dark. Yeah, and who poured your beer? <laughs> There's no head. Yeah, I think that's just something about this beer. The head went down really quick. Yeah, it might be the glass you're pouring it in. Um, that too. I don't think this is uh, this is made for red ales. Yeah. You know I have a thing about cans. You know I have a thing about presentation. If you have something... Uh, worth uh, presenting to somebody. It should be legit, um, especially a beer this good. Yeah, I drink out of glass. This guy prefers drinking out of cans and bottles. Whatever you give it to me, that's how I'm going to drink it. If this is the way the brewer wants uh, to present their beer, this is the way I'm going to enjoy it. But what do you think about this can? It's this a little can, basic. Um, I know we don't do number scales but or any type of like percentage or anything like that, but this is one of the worst worst cans i've seen <laughs> unfortunate and this is such a great brewery don't get it wrong don't get it twisted i love this place this might be my favorite brewery that i go to but this can right here needs some work this can right here needs some help um it's just literally a basic aluminum can yeah it's like an aluminum can with a sticker slapped on it yeah it's, it's technically a sticker it's not like what i was mentioning in the previous podcast where it's like a plastic sleeve this is a legit sticker yeah and it's it's and, and it's it has like a wheat plant. With yeah, the picture. With, yeah, it's like r uh, weird um, reds on here and browns. It's it's weird. Like it's, it's real slow. Put a reel on this thing. Yeah, like a fishing rod, an ocean, maybe something more like Tampa related. Yeah. More like get it together, eight one bay. You're such a good brewery. Um, I I have a special place in my heart for you. Um, but get it together with these cans. This is a um actually a fairly new brewery. It opened in 2016, or that's when it was founded. So. That's that's pretty new. Yeah, it is. And the selection that they have when you go in there, they have 15, 15 to 20 beers on tap. Um, you'd be surprised that they started in 2016. Yeah, well, the location is kind of big, so I can, I can see how they how they can brew a lot of beer. But yeah, it, it's and, and weird in and the location. Th their location, um, if it was in a better location, it would actually help this brewery expand and be more popular in the area, in the Bay Area. Um, it's in a weird location. It's like a church uh 
there's a gym salon there, right? supply area there um like a thrift store and it's like out tucked in the back of the this uh shopping center it's, it's a little weird um but it's big it's huge when you walk in there I you mean, would never guess when you see it from the outside it just says eight one bay or like oh uh, just a basic ass brewery you know you walk in there next level yeah I, I mean if i went to that church i'd probably stop by for a beer afterwards yeah, I mean, if you're definitely going to that gym, I'll go in there, slam back a couple brews, and then, uh, you know, get some curls for the girls, you know? Solid pre-workout, huh? That's usually what I do normally, but if there's a brewery right next to it, even better. I don't have to do it in the parking lot. <laughs> well, as far as, like, the taste of this beer, there's not a lot of bitter that you get with most ales, which is, I like it. I prefer, I don't mind bitter, but... I want to know that there's bitter. So, like, if I'm going to drink a double IPA, I know there's going to be bitter. With the red ale, I kind of expect bitter, but this is kind of like a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I think this might be one of my favorite red ales um, out of a brewery. I don't think I've tasted a better one. And if you guys have a one in mind that you're like, yo, I tried this red ale, um, especially if it's a local brewery out of the state of Florida, um, send it my way. And uh, I'll give it a try, but so far, nothing has knocked this down. It's between this one and another one that, you know, me and you enjoy that we're not going to speak of because uh, it might come out later on. Yeah, feature episode for sure. These are my favorite. If you have one, recommend it to us. Let us know on Instagram at Bruise and Bourbon Podcast. For sure. Follow and us. Please follow us. Follow us, um, like us. Yeah, for sure. And if us. you have any type of critique, if you're telling us that, uh, we're doing a good or horrible job. Just let us know. Send us a DM. Comment on our post. Yeah. We're posting all the time. It's one of my favorite follows right now, man. Anything. If 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 you want to follow us and tell us that we suck, just make sure you follow us first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then shout out to everybody that's supporting the podcast, that is listening to all the family and friends. Um, and anybody out there that's listening to our podcast and enjoying it, man, this is what we're doing it for. We're trying to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's just something that we like, and we like to talk about it, so... Why not record it and put it out there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Red Ales, hands down my favorite. I'm glad it was done this episode. My Probably one of my favorite Red Ales, and it's local, so can't knock it, man. For sure. I see you sipping on that beer. Why are you kicking your feet up? Relax, guy. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> These are your dancing shoes? I got my what? boots on today. What is this? Those are the kind of boots my uncle used to wear. We used to go ride his ho horse out there in Juliet. You know where Juliet's at? Uh, nope. Romeo and Juliet? Uh, nope. Not the Juliet I was talking. Juliet's over there in um, Illinois. It's actually about an hour away from Chicago. So shout out to everybody from Chicago that's listening to us. But what's the deal with these boots? I don't know. I just uh, what are you going a little <laughs> fancy today. What are you dancing after this or what? What's your, <laughs> what's your night plan? <laughs> I might put on my boots and join you, bucko. The, the night is young tonight. You're a weird cat. I rode in on my horse today. Is I it parked out in the front or I, what? Yeah, I tied it up to the to the mailbox. I hope you don't mind. Nah, it's all right, man. You do you. But uh, <laughs> I mean, get I get it together, guy. <laughs> if I was in the Wild West, I would wear these boots. And if I was in the Wild West, I'd probably have a dark beer like this. Yeah, and if you're out there in the Wild West, um, perfect segue. Uh, what are we drinking today? Uh, whiskey wise. We have the High West Whiskey. It's a High West Whiskey campfire. Is it a whiskey? High West is the distillery. Um, they come out of Park City, Utah. 
Park City, Utah. Yo, I was doing a little bit of research today because I didn't want to sound like a moron like you normally sound. Um, Park City, what a beautiful city. Have you seen pictures of this place? I mean, I've never, I don't know any other city in Utah besides Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. And I guess Park City now. Yeah, well, Park City is about 35 minutes from Salt Lake International, which is a big airport there in Salt Lake City. Um, it's about 35 minutes east of uh, Salt Lake City. Okay, and it's a small town or big town? Or? It's a very small town. It's uh, it looks like a, like what you would normally think of a of a city back in the wild wild west. But instead of a desert, it's in the middle of a huge and beautiful mountain range, like a like a prairie looking uh city. It's beautiful, man. They have free public transportation. Um, it's beautiful out there. I, I saw. Look, I'm gonna show you some of these pictures. These pictures are legit. Like you're gonna want to go there. And the distillery, next level. I mean, I've been wet. I've been out west, but check this out. Check this out. I, I've only been like Vegas and whoa. look at the view of that city. That's that's some next level stuff. That's a better desert than I've ever seen. The only desert, or I guess it's not really desert. It's not a desert at all. You see the the trees, the greenery, you see the mountain range. But in the background, it's like it's it's weird. It's like a it's next level. It's probably one of the nicest. It has to be La one of like prairie land. Desert yeah, and land. like who would have known that a whiskey was gonna take us to a uh, small city in Utah, Park City, Utah. Yeah, would have never guessed. Look at this city. Dang. Just look at all. Uh, all trees, look at the buildings. The buildings. That, that two building. Story. There's a building we're looking at right now. It looks like a saloon. Yeah, I think. Like it has the swinging doors. Like I can kick that and be the. The I could wear my boots. Cowboy in that. <laughs> I, I could wear my boots in there. Those are. Uh, I wouldn't wear those boots anywhere, Bucko. I mean, I think I think it's Get appropriate. Get it together, for, bro. For what, are, what are you doing with? It? <laughs> uh, man, I'm definitely gonna go to Utah. Um, based off uh, Park City and all the pictures that I saw, based off of it. It's it's a nice city, man. I, it's I, a beautiful city. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't mind going there for sure, checking out the area, checking out the foliage, how you say. Yeah. Um, full of Mormons. I don't know anything about Mormons. There might be cool people, but uh, it looks beautiful out there. You know, what? I wouldn't mind meeting some Mormons. I don't know what they're about, but to each their own. It's sixty percent uh Mormons in Utah. A uh, little bit known facts about Utah while you pour me my whiskey because you're uh you're my little whiskey bitch today. Um I'm a whiskey gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um little known fact, did you know that the first KFC was open in Utah and not in Kentucky? That's wild, right? So the first Kentucky fried chicken was it in Kentucky? No, it was uh opened in Utah. And did you know that and oddly oddly enough Kentucky is where most bourbon is from. But Beautiful correlation, man. But whiskey, I'm a genius like that, right? Yeah, I mean, wi this whiskey is from Utah, and I know it gets it gets some hate that it's not from Kentucky. I mean, some, like, diehard Kentuckians won't even consider it. Is well, that what not, they call themselves? Not that Those cats are weird. Kentuckians? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's how you say it. Well, I mean, this technically isn't a bourbon because it's a blend. Yeah, and they, they source their whiskeys out. So right here what I'm reading is there's a... Straight rye whiskey, straight bourbon whiskey, and blended malt scotch whiskey, which is a, uh, which yeah. is all blended together. So it wouldn't it wouldn't fall under the criteria of bourbon. 
so technically not a bourbon, it's a but whiskey. it's also not from Kentucky. But High West does make bourbons. I don't. I don't think they make anything. They don't make anything as a bourbon. I don't. I don't. I. I think they. They. Uh. They source everything they have. Okay. Okay. For sure. So they're not distilling. Um. They're just bottling it, storing it away. Is what I think. Uh, what they're doing. Um. This High West. Uh. Campfire. campfire version. Um. I think their whiskeys are anywhere from four to um eight years old. So it's a little bit of a light color on it. You do see some oil coming around the glass when you swirl it around. See, when I put my it's nose not too, up to too this, oily. I smell sweetness, and then I smell peat. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was trying to find the word earlier. Um, I definitely smell some vanilla. I always smell vanilla in, in whiskeys. I always smell the caramel, the toffee. I smell I a little bit of um butterscotch in this. Do you smell that? Or that that's just I think me. so, but I, I think, think that's what I was looking for. The sweetness, the sweetness. I don't want to say it's a vanilla sweetness. I think it's almost like a cane sweetness, but it's it's not rum sweet. No, definitely, I wouldn't even use that word rum near this. It does not smell like rum. It doesn't look like rum, and it no, definitely sir. doesn't taste like rum. No, I mean especially with the peat, it's nowhere near what rum is. Yeah, and, and it's sort of a, a smooth transition. I get many flavors. I just took a sip out of it, man. I'm not going to wait around and just look at it. I definitely taste a little bit of the spice at the beginning, and then you get the sweetness of the bourbon that blends perfectly into that peat that you get at the end. And just It just fades away nicely. So you get it in those stages, like I think the I do. spice, the sweet, and then the peat? I think that's how it I, – I don't know how you received it or how your palate's receiving it, but I think that's how I tasted it. Right now, I don't know. I I feel like I don't get as much of the spice from the rye, and and th- that that peat is like a perfect almost campfire. Like it really goes with the name campfire. Like I can picture myself around a campfire taking a sip of this. It tastes like what you smell like after a campfire. That's the aftertaste of this whiskey. No, no way. Well, no. I guess I guess peat is distinct from that, but that charred like yeah you definitely get a little bit of a char but i wouldn't i don't know when i'm near a campfire i'm over here i'm smelling funky for like two or three days with that smoke that's and that's not hair. the funk that i'm getting this is a delicious funk this what is more th- of that's a thing. i don't uh, mind that a smell. campfire I like that smell. a campfire with your buddies or you know around the family yeah, that's what I, this see for me I like rye whiskey, and I like really, really spicy rye. So I feel I I feel like the rye in this isn't as prominent. Like they don't share their mash bill, like the percentages of what what's in here. But no, but I I, 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 I can I, assume rye is probably the least. I did some research, and they do uh, they do sort of release the amount of rye that's in the rye whiskey, rye that's in the bourbon whiskey. They actually put the percentage in there. I, I just researched High West it. Does? Yeah, I just looked it up. They don't go as specific like as Compass Box or anything like that, but they do give a little bit of information. The only thing they do not talk about is the Scotch whiskey. They are not allowed uh, due to a contract that they sign. Is what it says on the on their website. But do, do you know what Scotch is blended in here? Like what? No, distillery? I have no idea. But I have a I have a good guess, especially you know based off the the couple things that you told me about the background story of why this whiskey was was made. Yeah, like. The story kind of stems from like the a couple that was on vacation. They were in Scotland and they were doing a tour of the yeah, melodic distillery. What kind of wife or girlfriend do you have to have to co- to for her to go out and to a distillery with you? That's pretty legit. Like yeah. you found the right one. I mean, my girlfriend hates whiskey, 
my my wife support me my wife would probably go but she'll be wanting to do other things like this is not the main reason we're going to to scotland yeah i mean my girlfriend would support me and which girlfriend by the way (laughs) (laughs) the only one i got Uh, well i saw the wink you can't hear the (laughs) wink but i saw the wink there was no wink um well they were this couple this uh husband and wife i'm assuming they're husband and wife they were at the brooklotic brooklotic distillery i'm assuming that's a scotch just a wild guess i mean in the name you can kind of tell it's a scotch and i i think it's an isla scotch no i'm saying that's the one they use in this i'm I'm assuming it's the one they use in here for sure because for sure that's what inspired the idea of this whiskey you know they smelled the peat but she added sugar into her peated whiskey to make it sweet and as we know, bourbon is naturally sweet because of the corn. So when you mix the the bourbon with the peated whiskey, you basically you're, you're making a whole new category or a whole new like style of bourbon. Yeah, and or whiskey. And, and you know, after doing a little bit of research on this distillery, I saw that they have a lot of young people in their that work for them. That work for them. Um, by young. 50, 40s, not an old man walking around with a cane that he's been distilling whiskey for, you know, 68 years. It's more of a, a younger crowd. Um, there's a lot of women in in their company, and I think that that reflects on their experimenting with these great flavors. I yeah, mean, that's good. Not I mean, just I guess this, but all their lineup is is pretty much like to me like a like a experiment. Yeah, they they have they're they very have experimental. A lot of good. They have their Weird basic things. Uh, prairie bourbon. That's I would say that's more of their basic, but or their double rye. But for the most part, they like to experiment with things, and I don't yeah. hate them for that. And, and there's some stuff from them that's a little bit harder to find, like the boo rye, or the one you got me for my birthday. What the was that? Yippee Kaye. Mm. That was that was pretty good, and it's a little bit harder to find. I've I've actually seen it in shelves more often now. Yeah, I appreciated that gift, even though you got it for yourself. I got it for you, but I also sure. wanted to try it. It wasn't my fault. You were sick at and the time. And you downed half the bottle by yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Buck. I just I just really liked it, man. How about this bottle, though? How about this bottle? Well, yeah, the the bottles it from looks, High West. They're it looks all vintage, like a vintage bottle that you would see at a thrift store. Yeah, the, the, all the bottles are pretty much the same. They just have different labels on them. And um, w- this, this is like a vintage-looking bottle. More more than vintage i would say this is like yeah it has a cork i know some bourbons go with like a, a screw on cap or a, whatever it's, this is actual cork if you were to take the sticker off this you would actually think this is a bottle that you found out in the wild wild west somewhere like eight, 1800s and before 1700s like this bottle looks hand blown and it's got air bubbles in the glass and Look, look look at the pictures of this distillery. That's next level distillery. That I mean that, that looks like a fancy cabin. It's weird. It looks modern. Yeah, it does. It looks modern but in the west. Yeah, for sure. And in the west, not in the desert. I don't I don't see the desert. No, I just think I said desert because of the mountains. They're kind of red. Mountains in the background. Not the immediate mountains. The immediate mountains have, like, grass and stuff like that. But the farther mountains. It yeah, like I think you're looking out towards Nevada or something. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been to Nevada. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Nevada is hot. Uh, Vegas is crazy. But the rest of Nevada is just desert and yeah. hot. 
I like how they write their batch number and their bottle number on this. It makes it very personal. It makes makes you feel like somebody actually yeah. put their time and effort into it. Yeah, somebody literally in a ballpoint pen wrote batch number four, bottle number 1340. I mean, if you have a, a bottle of High West Campfire and it's batch number four, Snap us a p- or uh, Instagram us a picture of it because uh, that would be pretty awesome. To yeah, see. we're your... Uh, you're, we're your whiskey neighbors, I guess you can say. Yeah, if you're into neighbors. if you're into <laughs> scotch and you're trying to get into bourbon, this would be the ideal whiskey to blend yourself or go into the uh, into the bourbon world. Yeah, I and don't if think and if you're into bourbon, this is a good i good way to get into those peated uh the whiskeys. peated scotches or scotches. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would give this to a beginner. Like if somebody said, "Hey, um, I want to get into bourbon or I want to get into whiskey in general." I wouldn't give this to somebody first just because peat can be kind of aggressive. Yeah, if it's if it's right it's term. smooth. It's an easy drinker, so I personally don't think it's gonna scare anybody either way. If you know what I mean, like if you're into scotch, okay. it's not gonna scare you away from bourbon. If you're into bourbon, it's not gonna scare you away from scotch. And if you're a beginner, it's not it's not too crazy to where you're not gonna like it. And it's not punchy. It's smooth. Um, it's very warm, and you you do get a lot of flavors in your. I, l- I kind of like it better than when we first tried it. I like it better than when I first tried it for sure. Yeah. It's we we it's forgot to do this about the uh, the 81 Bay uh, Real Slow Irish Red Ale, but would you recommend this to someone? The the whiskey? Yeah, the whiskey first. I, I would recommend the whiskey to anybody who's trying to get into peak or anybody who's trying to get into bourbon. For sure. I would definitely recommend it. You I don't see this on the shelf too often when you go to your local bars out here. But if you see it, try it. Give it a shot. If I see it somewhere, I would give it a shot. And I definitely want to drink this near a campfire. And I would recommend it for sure. How about the beer? How about the beer? Well, oddly enough, I feel like the beer and the whiskey are really pair really well together. I would never uh, advise people to mix whiskey and beer. But uh, I do. oddly, <laughs> oddly, the taste of the of the red ale kind of complements the peat of the of the campfire. No, for sure, I definitely do. And uh, as far as the uh, the beer, it's great. I recommend it for sure. Reach it, yeah. look for it, try to find it. And if you can find a better red ale, let me know. If you can't find it, find somebody who can find it because this is one of a kind, one of a kind beer that everyone should try. Yeah, man, I really, I, I, I really enjoyed this combination, and I really did enjoy this podcast. And uh, thanks for uh, bringing me out here, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, I want everybody to, who's listening to you know follow us on Instagram and give us their feedback. If you want to tell us that we suck, just make sure you follow us first. Yeah, and you suck, but I'm pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 uh, we'll let we'll let the get it out, decide. Bucko. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. We appreciate the follows. We appreciate the listen. Um, Thank you to everybody that's helping us support uh, this podcast. This uh, brewery, this distillery, recommend it. High grade. I would go to both distillery, to the distillery and to the brewery. They're both great. They both look great. The beer and the whiskey is great. I mean, I I agree. I'm running off. (laughs) I'm running off on this facts, but yeah, I agree with it, man. Yeah, I agree with you. Everybody should go try this. Eventually, on the on the whiskey, I don't think you should try this immediately. 
No. I stand by that just because. But the distillery—that's a bucket list place for me to go. Park City, I Utah. Think that's that's on the bucket list for me, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to go there before I go to Kentucky. I think is that blasphemous for me to I, say? I think it is, but it's beautiful. Mm, no, I mean it's nice, but Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky's like, Kentucky's not. You can't compare any city in Kentucky to Park City, Utah. Get out of here. I I I've been to you. I've been to Kentucky a couple times. It ain't that great. Well, you just drove through, right? Yeah, I just drove through. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, what, Louisville, what, they just got bridges? Like, get out of here. You can't compare it to Park City, Utah. That's that's a bucket list place to the, go. The best thing, I think you're talking just uh, based on the images. The images Maybe just because it's like recent that. in my mind, right? I think that's what it I'm is. I'm not considering all the, all the distilleries out in Kentucky. You might wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I was speaking blasphemy last night. Yeah, you might be right. I think I might have to take that back. But you know what? Fuck it. I mean, shout out to anybody from Utah that's listening to us, though. Yeah, and anybody from Kentucky. You want to finish this uh, whiskey, or are you going to be one of those people that throws it out? Well, let's kill this. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Well, this is Willie signing out. This is Appreciate Ashi. for the listen. This is Ashi signing out. Later. See you. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Brews and Bourbon podcast. Beer and whiskey reviews by average consumers.